Welcome back to another episode of Blind News Politics. Nick, unfortunately, is still off, but don't you worry, you have me here. I am Chris Baker, and let's start off with the weather like usual. In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny and 87. In Houston, Texas, it is raining and a high of 93. In Chicago, Illinois, it is mostly sunny, 79. In New York City, it is mostly sunny and 71. Well, I don't know about... Where you are, I feel like this is where I started off, you know, month or last Friday. Um, but the weekend, it was hot. But it wasn't as bad as um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of last week. It was actually pretty nice. The humidity wasn't too bad. The temperatures were a lot lower. Um, got outside, got some time to play with my dog Annie. She was well overdue for some uh, playing time. You know, just the last four days of that heat, it, it was just too hot to take her outside and play fetch with her. Because, you know what, you start playing fetch with her once, and she's going to want to continue doing it for the next four hours. Which is great, unless it's 100 degrees out and she's panting like a loony bin. And it's hotter than hot out there for me, and I'm just throwing a ball. So I can only imagine how hot she got. So... We only played ball a little at a time, but that just wasn't enough for her. So, luckily, we finally got the chance to get outside and play some ball with her to burn her energy. I got some work done for the podcast and some of my classwork done. Uh, but other than that, I had a pretty relaxing weekend. It was nice just to sit back and relax, enjoy the good weather again, and play with Annie, like I said. Um... But that's pretty much all that's going on with me. Not really much exciting going on, I guess you could say. So I suppose we should just start right out with the news. And as tradition, for Monday morning episodes, we start out with a COVID-19 update. As the Delta variant spreads, so is the vaccine mandates. Thursday, the nation's largest teachers union, the NEA, announced they are supporting a requirement to get all educators vaccinated or regularly tested against COVID-19. The United States United Health and Human Services is doing the same for its 25,000 employees. Starting next week in San Francisco, they will be the first U.S. city to require proof of vaccination for all indoor activities. Here's the bottom line. Through vaccination requirements, employers have the power to help end the pandemic. This is especially important where in Florida, they've broken a record for COVID-19 hospitalizations every day for nine straight days. A hospital in Florida is looking to hire over 100 nurses to keep up with the demand. Experts in that area say it's easy to get more beds. It's another to keep it staffed. Mississippi has also broken a new record for hospitalizations. They have ran out of intensive care unit beds. Hospitals are closing their parking garage and making them into COVID units at those area hospitals. In Tennessee, July 1st, the daily average of new positive cases was 222, and now their daily average is 2,017 positive cases. Cases are on the rise for children that live in Florida. Florida leads the nation in the highest pediatric hospitalization. Schools opened in Florida and in one in Miami school district. Over 400 people have 
had to quarantine with 37 students and 14 staff members testing positive for COVID-19. Out of those 14 staff members, four have died from COVID-19. This continues to be a national debate of if masks should be allowed in schools or not. So far, Arizona, Arkansas, everything has changed now, the governor of Arkansas said, quote, and yes, in hindsight, I wish that it had not become law of banning masks, end quote. Florida, New Mexico, if not fully vaccinated, and Texas have banned masks in schools. So far, California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Idaho, the school districts vary in Idaho, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisiana, Nevada, New Jersey, Oregon, Rhode Island, and Washington all require mask mandated by the state. If one state that you were listening for was not mentioned, that's because there was no state guidance specifically put out from the state. Keeping with the COVID-19 trend, pregnant women or women that are breastfeeding or women who are trying to get pregnant now or in the future, the CDC has taken a stronger stance in recommending you get the COVID-19 vaccine. Obviously, you should consult with your doctor about your personal case, but the CDC guidance was just issued Thursday, and the guidance says, quote, pregnant and recently pregnant people are most likely to get severely ill with COVID-19 compared with non-pregnant people. Getting a COVID-19 vaccine can protect you from COVID-19, end quote. By severe illness, they mean an illness that requires hospitalization or the ICU or on a ventilator. The CDC says pregnant people with COVID-19 are at an increased risk of prenatal and other adverse pregnancy outcomes compared to pregnant women who don't have COVID-19. The CDC says the Effectiveness of the vaccine during pregnancy outweighs any risks of the vaccine. The CDC says there is currently no evidence that any vaccine, including the COVID-19 vaccine, can cause any damage to the fetus or the mother. And we've all known all along there are some side effects of actually getting the vaccine, like fever, aches and pains, and nausea. The CDC says people who received the vaccine did not report any different side effects of the vaccine compared to who aren't pregnant. There is limited data on the vaccine and who is breastfeeding. However, they say the COVID-19 vaccine cannot cause infection in anyone, including mother or baby. Again, it is not required to receive the vaccine if you are pregnant or breastfeeding or trying to get pregnant or plan on getting pregnant in the future. Talk to your doctor, especially if you have any further questions. If you are one of the millions of Americans who qualify, you got your second monthly child tax credit Friday. Yeah, if you did not know that, check your bank account. That means you either got $250 or $300 per child in your bank account or a paper check that went out Friday the 13th. Yes, normally the monthly child tax credit payment goes out on the 15th of the month, but because of the 15th was yesterday, Sunday, the IRS decided to issue the money on Friday. At this point, you are still unable to make changes on the child tax credit portal. You can't change your address even though you were supposed to be able to do that by the end of August. And you still cannot make changes to the number of dependents you have, marital status, income, 
or re-enroll if you accidentally unenrolled. Those options are supposed to happen late summer. Generally, if you and your kids qualify, do nothing. If you have any questions about the child tax credit, we have a whole report dedicated to the child tax credit, answering any questions that you may have. So check that out if you have any questions. Americans filled out the census and the results are in. The nation's white population is down 8.6%, while Latinos rose 23% and Asians rose 35.5%. The number of African Americans also rose 5.6%. The change is most notable in the population of people under 18. 53% are white alone and 47% are non-white or multiracial. Like we reported on earlier in the year, some states lost districts and some gained, and experts are hoping when it comes time to reframing the state's districts, it is done with an independent group. They also hope that congressional districts are not twists and turns like the town in Maryland, for example, that one side of Side of the street is the 4th district, and right across the street is the 5th district. Experts say that politicians pick their people, and if there is an area of people they don't like, they just cut that group out and give it to someone else. Experts say with them doing this, it allows politicians to create safety areas where they are almost certain to stay in office. Now getting into rapid news. China rejected the World Health Organization's call for a renewed probe into the origins of COVID-19, saying it supported scientific over, quote, political, end quote, efforts to find out how the virus started. Next, law enforcement officials last week seized 2.8 tons of methamphetamine and fentanyl powder at the United States-Mexico border crossing in California. Britney Spears' dad, James Spears, said he would step down as conservativeship when it was deemed time. Now getting into good news, yet another morning with me delivering the good news and the king is not, but I think I found a good news story that the king is actually really going to like. Um, this might be one of my favorite good news stories so far, and I'll tell you why. Um, Nintendo is partnering up with a nonprofit to bring gaming consoles to hospital kids. The nonprofit called Starlight is partnering with Nintendo, like I said, and what they're doing is they're making specialized gaming consoles that is special for the hospital. So these Nintendo Switches and all these type of things are designed so that they can be completely disinfected to match what the hospital requirements are, and these specialized consoles come with 25 games from Super Mario to The Legends of Zelda and Breathe of the Wild, just to name a few. And these consoles are actually on a big stand, and they can be rolled around to various areas of the hospital, from, you know, their hospital rooms to common areas to interact with other children, doctor's appointments, etc., things like that. Nurses, doctors, and other workers that have already started using these are saying that they are great to keep kids busy, to keep their mind off of the pain that they might be going through, any tragedies, or 
you know, just something to give them to look forward to, that they'll get something else to do besides just sit in their hospital bed all day. They are getting to play on these specialized Nintendo Switches. In a statement, Nintendo said that they are happy to be working with Starlight and observing the happiness it is bringing to all of the children in the hospital. And Nintendo said they will be making even more of these specialized Nintendo games that will start popping up all over the country in the years to come. I really like that good news story because, you know, everyone knows that it's terrible to be in the hospital, let alone as an adult for a child. Now that children are getting, you know, to play with toys, they're getting to to do those types of things to keep their self busy, you know, because they might be going through pain with treatment that might be receiving, but at least, like one nurse said, they have something to look forward to maybe in the next hour or the next day to play with these types of toys. And from the pictures that I saw, they are really enjoying them. So that is this Monday morning good news. I think the king would approve of this good news story, if you ask me. But as that is the end of this Monday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on the Blind Boys politics twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you are always in the know and follow us on our personal accounts to see what we are up to and check out our latest medium articles we are always discussing topics that are not have the chance to talk about here on the podcast but until friday morning and wednesday for a dumb law have a great start to your week everybody bye